Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Hugh Zafa, as always. And today we are continuing the trend of having on guests that have made a massive impact in the world of education. And today we have a guest named Jason Scobie. And what he's doing is he is creating amazing, visually popping, visually stunning content for kids related to math. So, of course, you know I'm a big fan of mathematics and the study of mathematics, so this is really cool for me. He is the founder of an an amazing YouTube channel called Math and Learning Videos for Kids. And what, and by the way, they have over 40,000 subscribers on YouTube, and what they do is they create all sorts of amazing eye-popping animations to try and teach math to kids, elementary student kids. And of course, this is something that I'm interested in as well, creating videos and create using music to stimulate children so that they can understand mathematics at a deeper level. So I think this is so cool. He's also in the process of making a video game using all these incredible animations. So we are going to talk to the founder of this amazing movement, Jason Scobie. Jason, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining. So tell us a little bit, before we jump into everything you've done on YouTube and all the videos you've made and your video game that's in production, first tell us a little bit about your background. So before working with math animations, what did you do? Before doing that, I was an accountant for, I think, five or six years. So I worked in the accounting world and then made a big career change from there. <laughs> and and what spurred that career change? Um, you know, I've always loved animation. And so I thought it would be fun to do something in animation. I, I'm not necessarily the greatest animator, you know, by any means. But what I what I one day I was at work and I just really was not liking being an accountant at the time. Something just wasn't clicking. And and I was just walking around during lunchtime. and I was listening to some music and the thought just popped into my head hey, you know what, you've always loved animation and you've always struggled with math. And I think that's one of the reasons why I became an accountant was because I, you know, I'm going to beat math. (laughs) But anyway, I had this idea pop into my head. Well, what if you used animation to teach math to kids as a business? And I thought, whoa, that's so cool. So I called my wife, told her what I was thinking. She paused. I wanted to make sure she was there. (laughs) She didn't quite understand what was going on, but I had this idea and I started researching it and everything kind of went from there. And so you already had a background or an understanding of how to create animations? I did not at the time, actually. And I had an I had an idea of how it was created, how the production was made and things like that. But I did not actually have any experience in creating them. And I think that's kind of what I think that's kind of what was so different was it was such a complete career change because I went from working with, you know, working with numbers and accounting all day to 
going and creating something from scratch, you know? And so I, over the next year or two, I taught myself animation and that's when I started producing the videos. It's an interesting story because I, I also had a big career change. I started working in education four years ago, almost, yeah, is it four now or five? No, it's four years ago in 2013, and I used to be a atter- uh, patent attorney. So I completely understand the massive trajectory shift and what that involves. But uh, I'm sure you, like me, have experienced nothing but but a lot of happiness and a lot of gratefulness for making the, making the jump to something that you're passionate about. Oh, definitely. I've, you know, it, it, it was one of those things where, you know, there's nothing wrong with accounting by any means, but it, it, I did not wake up excited. Now I wake up excited and I enjoy what I do. And so it's, it, I I enjoy helping kids learn math. So it's been fun to do what I do. That's awesome. What is common core for kids? Common Core for Kids. So it's it's a it's a bunch of videos that I started creating, and they're designed to teach math to the kids in the lower grades from first grade. Actually, we have some kindergarten ones, but mostly first grade through um, sixth grade is what we're working on. So we have we have uh, grades first through fourth right now. So. And what? Tell us about some of the. Describe some of the animation. So I've seen, I've seen a handful on your YouTube channel, uh, and also on your on your website at Common Core for Kids. What are what is, you know, what is the goal of these animations? Well, when I when I started doing it, you know, I I always struggled with math as math as a kid, and so I think one of the biggest problems I had was I didn't have a good foundation, and so you know I was as I kind of made this career change and I started looking more into this, I talked with a lot of teachers. I talked with family. I talked with, in fact, I would take teachers out to lunch to try and understand more about, you know, what it was like in the classroom and things like that. And that's where I kind of realized that, you know, a lot of the videos that they have, you know, are great. They're great math videos, but they don't cater to the younger kids. You know, it's kind of difficult for the teachers to introduce a new topic and so I, I worked with animation using kind of a silly character and, and kind of fun, fun issues that he goes through to, you know, to help the kids get into it. And so the videos themselves are short, you know, they're between three and five minutes and they're used in the classroom as an introduction. So the teacher can pull it up. They can the kids will learn the basics of what the concept is. And then after after that video the teachers can kind of go from there they can teach the rest of the subject and you know answer questions that the kids have and things like that i found it was a great way to help the kids learn without having to um kind of sit through you know someone just teaching something on a board now when you have teachers use these animations do you provide them the the videos synced up with a curriculum or is it sort of where they can they just take the videos and they search through and they find an appropriate video for their particular lesson on a on a specific day. Yeah. I don't have it synced up to any type of curriculum. Um, one of the that's kind of one of the things that uh, I, I decided that, you know, I wasn't gonna do. There's so many there's so many products and solutions for teachers out there that are, you know, that'll take you from beginning to end. What I wanted to do was give the teachers a, just kind of another tool that they can use in the classroom. Not not something that, you know, 
that they need to track kids with or, 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 you know, extra stuff. Like I do have worksheets that go along with them for some of the videos, but beyond that, I, I decided that I didn't want to go that route. You know, I, I think I had more fun watching the kids enjoy the videos than I did creating other content, you know, that, that would follow along with it. What has been some of the results that you have seen achieved using your videos or testimonials, things like that? <laughs> you know, it's funny, the some of the some of the best results I've seen, I've heard from teachers and they've told me that they've really loved them using them in the classroom. Um, I've even heard from a, a couple principals that have told me that. But mainly the I think the best results that I've seen have been some YouTube comments. You know, it's uh, like just the other day, there was a, a fourth grader that, you know, sent a, a comment through one of the YouTube videos about telling time. And I think, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but whoever it was, they decided or they wrote back to me on the comments and they said, you know, thank you for teaching me time. I'm for, I'm in fourth grade and I didn't know how to do, use an analog clock. <laughs> so it was, it's pretty fun to hear that, you know, what it, these kids, they're, they're grasping the concepts. And I, you know, and I think, I think in part because, you know, it's not, you know, it, it's not something that they see every day. You know, you don't really see animated, animated, you know, characters and things teaching math. And so it's been really fun to hear the YouTube comments and hear from teachers, you know, saying how it's helped the kids. But I really enjoy the YouTube comments where they come in and say, Hey, I didn't understand this. I got an A on my test or I passed, you know, the test that I just took or something. Tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel. So again, I think I mentioned at the beginning, you have over 40,000 subscribers. When did you launch your YouTube channel and how, and how has, has that subscriber base grown? Um, I've, so I launched my, I launched my YouTube channel with actually not with the purpose of actually doing a YouTube channel. I, I started it back in 2012, I believe. And when I started it, I was putting, I put up a few videos and my, I, the idea was, okay, well I'll put up a few math videos and then I'll direct them back to the website. You know, maybe some teachers will come across it. Well, the more I, the more I started to notice that the videos were being viewed, I started to realize, hey, you know, this is a great way I can give back to the kids who can't use these or like the teachers that can use YouTube. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to start putting them putting more on YouTube. So I started putting more on YouTube. And then within the past two years, they, it just it just kind of took off like things. You know, I, I went from like five million views to I think I'm at 16 million views now. And so things just kind of took off. And I, I don't know if that's because of the, the, the way the generation is going, but uh, it's been exciting to to see what's happening because I didn't really think that YouTube would would take off like that with math videos. Now, I know you mentioned on your website giving back, and you just mentioned it just now as well, giving back to the community is important to you. It's something that I believe it sounds like is one of your major goals. So tell us a little bit about how you plan to do that with your videos, with your up and coming video game. I mean, how, how do you manage to, how are you trying to basically make that a big priority giving back to the community? Well, one of the ways that I plan on doing it is by continuing the YouTube. Every video that I do now, it goes on YouTube. 
for a while there, I was just putting, you know, select videos out there, you know, as teasers and things. But now every video that I have is on YouTube. That's one of the ways that I'm trying to give back because, you know, I, I know a lot of kids are on YouTube and you know what, if they can watch something that's good, that teaches them something, then, then, you know, that's great. Another way that I've been kind of giving back is, you know, with this math game that I've been doing, you know, we're, we've worked on it for well over a year now. And, and, you know, I've talked with marketing people about the pricing and things like that. And, you know, doing yearly and annual fees. And I thought, you know what, we're not going to do that. So, you know, once it goes live, the plan is to just sell it. They just buy it once. And then all the videos that we're making will be inside that game. And so rather than nickel and diamond, you know, because I, I think that's something that that's something that's annoyed me. And that's actually something I still struggle with. You know, I, I have to make a living with it, you know, on CommonCoreForKids.com because there is an annual fee. But it has been something that I'm like, you know what, if I can if I can get the business to a point where I can pay for what I need, then I'd love to make CommonCoreForKids.com free so that teachers can use it without having to without having to, you know, get a subscription. That's awesome. Tell us about Mage Math. So Mage Math, this is what has been insanely exciting for us. So Mage Math is a, it's it's a full-on PC game. So it's it's going to be for grades 1 through 6 and what what I'm what I really love about what we've done with the game is how we've set it up. So the game there's two parts to the game. The first part is where you you run around the levels, you explore, you fight monsters, just like you would in any other PC game that the kids are playing out there right now. So you you explore, you get gold, you get crystals, you you know, you can go to a shop and you can trade that for things. You can have little dragon pets that will help you fight and things like that. That's the first part. The second part to the game is where is how you regenerate your magic that you fight with. And so you go to what we call Math Village, and inside Math Village we have we're having we have six different grades full you know full of questions, and in each grade you know you can pick a topic. We've picked we've picked what we think are the most important topics in each grade, you know as best we could, because we couldn't fit everything in there. But we picked as much as we could, and we we put them in there with questions, and then we're also putting videos to, for every single topic that we have. So there should be a video right next to it so the kids can go up, they can watch the video, see how to answer the questions, understand the concept better, and then they can go in and answer the questions. As they answer questions, they regenerate their magic. And so they get their health back, they you know, they get magic back. And this is where one of the cool parts is is that you know, I I'm we're not actually tracking their progress on anything. The kids can go so like if it's a fourth grader, they can go to any grade they want. They can go to first, second, or third and answer questions and, and, and regenerate their magic. It won't be, they won't regenerate it as fast as if they answer questions in their grade. But the way we've designed it is that the kids get to go into these grades and they get to master a topic. And when I say master, that means they'll go into, like if a fourth grader goes into the first grade, they answer those, if they answer all 10 questions correctly in a math portal that they go to, they master that topic and then the amount of magic they can hold is bigger. So it's like going from a small bag to a bigger bag. And so it, we encourage them in the game to master a topic starting with the earliest grade at one. And then once they master these topics, they, you know, they can spend more time playing in the game than they, you know, than they do in math village. 
So that's really exciting because it, it really does help. I, at least for me, I've found that kids, I think a lot of kids that struggle with math that are like me, I think they struggle because they didn't understand a lot of the, a lot of the co- math concepts in the lower grades. I think they didn't quite grasp them. I mean, they, they, they might've figured out how to answer a question here and there, but I think that's what one of the things that we wanted to put into the game was giving them an opportunity to, to kind of choose their own path. But at the same time, you know, the more, the more they can make sure that they understand first, second and third grade for a fourth grader, the better. This is absolutely 100% the truth. In fact, I teach at a elementary school. I teach sixth grade as well as the third grade math group. And one of the big initiatives there is to use something called Singapore math, which is a big, it's, it's a curriculum that really focuses on visualizing different math concepts using something called bar models. And that's, that's essentially the premise of that entire curriculum is, hey, we want kids to make a visual connection between the math they're doing, let's say, with fractions and dividing fractions and, and kind of having a grasp on it. You can, of course, use manipulatives or all sorts of other concrete objects objects to make that connection. Bar modeling is a great way. And I think what you're creating, what you're trying to do uh, is sounds phenomenal. And, and I mean, your videos are, are terrific, but the fact that now you're gamifying it and you're making it interactive, this just sounds really, really cool. I, I just got to ask for a second. I got I want to step back and then uh, jump back into the, the specifics of the game, but I want to step back and just ask, you, you have an accounting background. How did you figure out how to program a game like this, something that seems so complex, make videos? How did you figure out how to do all this? <laughs> well, that's the that was the... That was the exciting part for me is that, you know, I was going and doing something completely new. I, what I, when I first started to do the animations, we'll start there. When I first started to do those, I started to looking in, into different software and, you know, training things. I, I, you, I used YouTube videos and all sorts of different training websites to, to learn how to use animation. And I got to the point where I realized, you know, Hey, I can do some things, but I can't make it like insanely amazing you know i i'm definitely not a pixar quality animator by any means and so i was i I got to a point where i was like okay you know i just i i don't feel like i have the experience and so i went to bring in and and hire on some animators and then i started to realize how expensive it really was to make animations and so that's why i was like okay you know i've got i've got to really figure this out and so i went and i interviewed a bunch of teachers and i kind of showed them some videos and I, I showed them some videos that had really high-end animation stuff from other places. And all of the teachers, I didn't have one single teacher that I asked, they all wanted the animation that was mine. And I was trying to figure that out. I was like, well, why in the world would you want something like that, you know? So, But it turns out that they, they get tired of too much flashy stuff in the classroom. And so they want something that's a little more basic, but still fun and exciting. So I train myself the best I could in, I use a, a program called uh, Lightwave 3D. And so I train myself in that. Um, I've gotten to the point where I'm, I'm pretty good, but you know, I may not be able to do spectacular things with it, but I'm pretty good with it. And then I can bring in help if I need something. But that was where I taught myself animation. As far as the game goes, that was incredibly difficult. Like I thought learning animation was hard. I did not know to pro I, I didn't know how to program at all. And so I started working with, um, 
this game engine called the Unreal Engine. <laughs> and that engine in and of itself, they came up with this really cool way to program and it's called visual scripting. Basically, you you connect little nodes together and different um, using their blueprint system. So you don't actually have to know how to program. So I started using that and I started training myself in that. That took me three or four months before I have to admit I realized that, you know, I'm just not going to be able to do this myself. So <laughs> that's where I I brought on um, uh, I brought on a couple guys that uh, freelance for me and they helped me make the game. And so we've been working together for over a year and a half now. But it's been it, it's been fun and exciting because you get to try and learn new things, you know, and it's it kind of gets you to see life from a different perspective because, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, uh, we get stuck. Like I was stuck in accounting. I was just doing the same thing in accounting again and again every single day. And then learning something new, it just was so exciting to me, you know. So it's been fun to learn new things. It's a very, it's an incredible story because I, so I used to be a, I majored in computer science in college and <clears throat> excuse me, programming is such a difficult thing. It's, it was incredibly difficult. So what your story is, is very incredible to me that you, you opted to do something so vastly different, not only vastly different, but to try and create a video game without any programming background is, <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I think probably, I'm sure most people thought it was too big of an, an endeavor to actually to actually accomplish but it sounds like you found a way so that's so cool uh, and that's amazing i think that's another testament to the fact that when you find that right fit career-wise and for whatever reason teaching math was inspirational to you just like it is to me and once you made that connection it sort it, it sounds like to me correct me if i'm wrong it sounds like to me that then once you made that connection the obstacles or the impediments essentially became irrelevant you you were going to find a way does that sound accurate that's correct yeah i you know i i've had so many people tell me not to do it you know i've had it i've had like i've had family i've had all these people say hey you know are you are you sure you should be doing this this sounds a little crazy this sounds it sounds like something you, you you probably shouldn't be doing you know maybe you should go back to accounting and things like that but I knew I was in the right fit when anytime they told me that it just it just pushed me to go harder. I was just like, oh, boy, you know what? I'm like, I enjoy what I do and there's no way they're going to stop me. So <laughs> that's when I knew I was in the right job where that, you know, I knew that whatever they said just pushed me to go harder. So, well, I'm right there with you. I've experienced all of this. And believe it or not, my parents are now they they did asked me many times to go or if I would go back to law. Uh, now they're, they're, they're two of my biggest supporters. So it, it's just a matter of time. And they, I think I think really they just wanted to see how deeply I would get involved and how much how, how passionate I would become and how gung-ho I would become about this. And now they're my biggest supporters. So I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. And that is yeah. awesome. So tell us, when, when will Mage Math be available? I, so we are shooting for January is what we're shooting for. So we're hoping to have it available in January, by the end of January. Okay, awesome. I can't wait to check it out. So again, uh, as I mentioned, I work with sixth graders and third graders. I work with a whole host of students on a private basis, but at the school, those are the two age groups that I work with. I will definitely be checking it out and hopefully using it for 
for both of those groups, it, and I will let you know how it goes, but that's so cool. Let's end with advice. If, if parents are listening, and I hope they are, and they're wondering, hey, they're saying, hey, I, gotta, I have a child that is just, it, math is not clicking, they're not enjoying it. What would be your recommendation as far as using videos or other tools? Why is involving videos or animations, how can that, how can that, how can doing so bridge that gap? Well, um, I think, I think the best advice I could give really after, you know, after talking with so many different teachers and getting a a small understanding, I mean, you're a teacher, so you know, 10 times better than I would, but getting just a small understanding of kind of what they go through. I think the best thing that they can do is, you know, there's so much, there's so many products out there, but I'm finding that, you know, if, if your kid is struggling and, and they're, they're going through a tough time with math you know, sit down with them. If you're going to put on a video for them, watch the video with them, you know, let them know that you're there because I think a lot of times kids, you know, a lot of times parents, you know, we, we've got so much going on that are like, okay, well here, I think this will help you. And then you just kind of hand it to them, you know, but you know, I think, I think it's kind of like fixing a bicycle. You know, the first time you, you first, you don't send your, you know, your six year old out to fix their own bicycle. You know, you go and you sit with them, you teach them how to fix it and things like that. And so I think, you know, there's so many products and different things you can use. And I don't think that there's any one right way to do it. But I think the best way to do it is that if you're there with them, learning with them, seeing where seeing where they are struggling, then you can help them. But if you're if you're just sending them out to watch something or if you're just, you know, texting them a YouTube video or something. I don't think it's going to work. I think you really need to be there with them, you know, so that they can at least have that support for when they do come up on a problem that they don't understand. Great advice. Let's, if people are listening and they want to check out Common Core for kids, they want to check out your YouTube channel, or they want to check out Mage Math, how can they do that? Well, the the YouTube videos are at math and learning videos for kids, the number four. And then the, the website that uh, a lot of the teachers use is common core for kids. And it's the number four. So common core for kids.com. And the, the game is at MageMath.com. And so we'll be moving a lot of uh, things over into MageMath.com, So you can check that out. So M A G E M A T H.com. Awesome. Jason, this was super fun. And of course, Uh, It sounds like we are cut from the same cloth, both into the same thing. So that's really cool uh, talking to somebody who's super passionate about mathematics. Moreover, somebody who has left another career and a big lifelong endeavor to do this. Uh, uh, Of course, I feel like we're on that same wavelength, that same path. So that's (laughs) awesome. Thank you so much for joining. This was really fun for me. And guys, if you didn't write all that information down, don't worry, you can get all that information. Well, of course, you can rewind and, and get it again, but you can also check out the show notes. All that information will be in there. The show notes are at scalarlearning.com. Just go to the podcast section and check it out there with the write up. And if you haven't done so yet, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We got new episodes dropping every Monday. So make sure to do that so you can get the most up to date information on everything that's going on in the world of education and ed tech. And by the way, make sure to check out our YouTube channel as well. Just go to YouTube, search for Scalar Learning. We've got new live streams dropping every Wednesday related to SAT math and all sorts of different standardized test material. And of course, about once a month, we got a new math music video dropping. So thank you guys 
so much for joining. Jason, thank you so much for coming out once again. It was a pleasure, and I will see you guys next time. Take it easy. Skinner, learning, give me that skin.